Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to WISE. I am so grateful, as always, that you have tuned in today, that you are here. I am excited because today is actually the first episode that we are going to be putting on YouTube. So I am videoing the episode. It's a little bit different for me because I have to obviously look at the camera. So the video isn't super weird. And we're rolling with it, right? We have had resistance about doing this just because it's another thing. But as we begin to go into other platforms and begin to expand the message and the reach and all of the things, I'm excited and we're doing it. So this episode is not going to be on YouTube immediately because I still have to post it and edit it and all of the things, but you can expect that all of the episodes will eventually be on YouTube so you can see me and all of the things. Just as a little bit of a disclaimer, uh, if you are watching it on video, you will see that I am going to be looking down at my notes at some point. And it is what it is. I do that anyway, as I record, I never really have like a, you know, like a full script or anything like that. But I do have talking points and notes. So we will be doing that today. Uh, In terms of updates and stuff, um, Intuitive Macros started this past week. We have a great group going. Uh, The next round is going to be in May. There is a lot of interest for that round. I think it might actually be our biggest group yet in May, which I'm excited about, of course. Uh, But if you want to get on the waitlist for that, you can head to the show notes and the waitlist is there. You can also head to my link in bio on Instagram and get it there. Another thing is to talk about really quick, the next round of Noteworthy, which is my business coaching group. So we're already about three months in to the first round of the program and it flew by. The next one is going to start at the beginning of March. Again, this is my small group coaching program where it's four months of online business content. And I also have some one-on-one time with you and coach you through all of the things that have to do with an online business. So in order for me to educate you a little bit on online business, I'm going to be starting a separate email series just for people who want to receive those emails, those things, those emails are going to be started next week. So that is going to be January. Oh my gosh, the date today. It's going to be January 23rd uh, that those are going to begin. So if you're an online business owner and you want to get some extra emails from me, stay tuned and you can put yourself on the wait list for those or you can sign up for those, not on the wait list. And that will put you on the wait list for Noteworthy as well. So I'm really, really excited about those. And I'm likely going to be doing some business podcasts 
as well. We are, this is our second episode of the new year and we are heading into that consistency back on this podcast. And I wanted to spend this episode talking about discipline because this is something, a question that I get that is really common in terms of how have you gotten your results in terms of how have you created your business? How have you been able to maintain your weight? Not even your weight, but like mindset around food. How are you able to eat what you want? And all of these things. And my answer is always discipline. And I think that in, and I've done an email on this. I did a couple posts on this on Instagram. Uh, But what's important to know is that I think being in the realm that I am in, which is self-love, you know, feeling positive about your body, unconditional acceptance of yourself. I think sometimes, and I definitely don't have like masculine and dominant energy. Uh, If you meet me in person, you know that I have a very feminine energy. And uh, I think sometimes that that can be equated with softness. And yes, I am definitely somebody who would describe herself as as soft in a way of like how I am with other people, how I am with how I receive things. Uh, just my energy feels like there like there is a softness to it. But I think that usually when we see people that have like masculine energies, like I'm thinking of like Jocko, if you don't know who that is, Jocko Willink. Or, you know, like drill sergeants and stuff like that. Even women that have very dominant, very masculine energies and personalities. I think that in that realm, discipline is the norm, right? But when you get into like this feminine world, feminine energy, I don't think that this is talked about enough, especially in like the self-love space, even the intuitive eating space and all of that. I don't think that discipline is talked about enough. And I think what happens sometimes is that we see people, let's say if you see a woman who is, who claims intuitive eating, let's say the woman is thin, that probably means that she either put in a lot of work tracking her food for a while, or her body is just naturally thin, which means that her approach is not going to work for you, likely, if she has a different metabolism than you, and if you feel like you are somebody who needs to track their food, or if you have a sensitive body and you feel like you need to put a little bit more accuracy and precision in what you're eating. But in the world that I am in, and even in the coaching that I do, there is a lot of discipline involved. And I think that this is something that people don't say enough we see, whenever you see somebody now, you're seeing them where they are. You're not seeing the hours, hundreds and thousands of hours that they've put into their craft, the things that they do every day. And I think that if you're wanting something, whatever that thing is, I think we need to get accustomed and really sit with the idea and accept the idea that discipline is the highest form of self-love. Again, that might be ironic of like, well, I'm in the self-love world and like, it doesn't feel like that's congruent or congruent or however that saying goes, (laughs) however that word goes. But I do think that discipline is the highest form of self-love, especially if you are somebody like me who knows that you need structure, 
if you're seeing me on YouTube, I'm, I'm switching where I'm looking, which might seem a little weird, um, but we will get better at this. And I want you to know that the results that you are wanting, whatever it is, likely are going to be likely you're, you're going to get them by using discipline. And I'm going to talk about why. So if we just think about the definition of discipline and what that is, I looked it up and it is the practice of training people to obey rules of or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. Well, no wonder we have a skewed idea of what it is because that is not how I would define it. I would describe discipline as the first step of self-trust. And I think that this is a process because you need to go through your own natural process in order for you to have autonomy with discipline, meaning that your actions are going to come from your own internal desire to do them versus external expectation or rules. We Anything that you do right now, any of the actions that you take are actions that are valuable to you in some way, even if they keep you safe. So let's say you have an emotional eating habit or you have a spending habit or you have habit of laziness and procrastination. You are doing that for a reason. You are doing that because it keeps you safe. Even at this moment right now, I am doing a puzzle. And whenever I do a puzzle, I like get hyper fixated on the puzzle. Like I can't, I don't want to do anything else until that puzzle is done. I chose a puzzle with a reflection. Never again. Um, The puzzle has taken me a really long time. The puzzle sitting in my living room and like, I just want to do the puzzle all day, but I have shit to do and I have goals to reach. So like right now I am obviously, this is my work and I'm choosing to do this over the puzzle. That's taking me discipline. So I think that we need to come to a place on our own that says like, okay, I'm ready for some structure. I'm ready for something because I don't feel well or I don't feel like my best. And in order for you to become your best and feel like your best, it is going to require discipline, especially if you have a personality like mine, especially if you are somebody who resonates with the things that I say. We really need discipline and we really need structure. And the, the easier, the more that we can accept that, the easier life becomes. So I think that the reason that this is important is because it skews our expectations. If you see somebody who's out there living the life that you want and they seem loosey-goosey in the way that they are approaching it, know that they likely put in years and years and years of work beforehand so things can, you know, be cruising for a little bit. Some of us might need a little bit more than that. And it's also our own expectations of like, okay, if I am putting in 50% of the work that I know that I'm capable of, I can't expect to get 100% of the results. Now, this is tricky, right? Because like I said, we do everything for a reason. Everything that we do keeps us safe in some way, which is why growth requires discomfort. Growth requires choosing to do the thing that is going to move you forward rather than the thing that you actually want to be doing which is like my puzzle. (laughs) So this helps us put our expectations in check because then we won't have a dissonance, which is like being mad at ourselves for not getting a result when we're not actually putting in the work. And I say that so lovingly. I say that 
as a way to tell yourself the truth because the truth is love. And I think that sometimes we feel like the truth can be harsh. I think that we feel like we want to escape the truth sometimes and that's why we think that it's harsh. But I think that getting an accurate snapshot of yourself and being really real and honest with yourself about the things that you're doing and the way that you're showing up and how consistent you are, it just gives you expect it just gives you expectation management for the results that you have. If we just take like online business, for example, we have people out there who expect to make a full-time living online without showing up on social media every day. There are other ways that you could do it, but you'd have to like, for example, make connections in person every day then. So we can't expect like your 10K months, a full-time inc- full income without doing all of the work that an online business requires. And again, it's just expectation management. When a year goes by and you posted, let's say every, let's say you posted once a week, your business is not going to have the same sort of traction and the same sort of results than somebody who posted every day. So this is expectation management and also truth telling to yourself so you can actually be real with yourself about what things take. This is also about like accepting the way that you are and accepting what you need in order to get results. You might need to track your food in order to get your weight loss results because a difference of 100 or 200 calories might be the difference between you losing weight or not every week. This is also why it's important to show up to your workouts. And if you have a muscle building expectation to eat protein, quite a bit of protein, if you have expectations to build muscle. So you have to match your effort with the expectation. And we can't really control your the results sometimes. And we can't really control... Uh, the outcome of the things that we get. But if we putting if we're putting in the effort, we can't we can expect to get the result at some point. Again, we can't control exactly when, but that's when we feel peace in knowing that, okay, I'm doing the thing. I'm taking the steps. Therefore, I can expect that at some time I am going to reap the results of this. So discipline is important because it's a matter of internal versus external uh, focus, right? So external focus is like somebody put these rules on me and I must do these things because I feel like I have to do them. And I have a lot of thoughts on that too, particularly a conversation I had with somebody who signed up for Intuitive Macros who was wondering if... I was going to do like call outs in the group if I was going to have a lot of like harsh accountability. And the thing is that that works to a certain extent, but what's going to happen afterwards? So some people then might need a coach that checks in with them forever. But at some point, I hope for everybody, again, when we get started in a process, the focus might be external of like, okay, I have to do this thing because my coach is going to check in with me or my accountability buddy is going to check in with me. Or I told Instagram something that I'm going to do something every day for 30 days. And that is my external uh, sort of focus. 
But at some point, we want the focus to move internal. And I think that this is what creates true discipline. So I want you to think of this like a plane. It takes so much effort to put the plane in the air. Uh, If you have been on a plane before, you know that runway, that feeling of like, I feel like my face is going to fall off sometimes in terms of the amount of energy that it takes for the plane to take off. Once it's cruising in the air, it's cruising. If you don't have turbulence, you don't even notice that you're on a plane sometimes. And that is the difference here, right? That in the in the beginning, we might need that external push. But the difference is that once we start seeing what our life looks like and how we feel as the result of taking these actions that were motivated by the dis- by the external expectation and the external focus and the external, you know, place by us putting it into a coach or accountability buddy or shouting it off the rooftop somewhere, you're going to start seeing what it feels like to exercise every day, to get 10,000 steps every day, to do your Instagram post and do all the things that you have to do. You're going to start feeling what that feels like and how much more proud of yourself you feel and how much better you feel physically once you start doing these things. Essentially, you have a new baseline, a new way of living, a new way of feeling in time you're going to want to do those things on your own because you see the value and you see that it's worth it in order to do these things. This is why, for example, my intuitive macros program is six weeks long because it's meant to kind of give you that beginning runway to help you feel better so that you're like, oh, I feel awesome now. Now I'm just going to continue going with these actions, even if the actions take effort. So the lesson here is know what you need to do. So for example, I just switched my workout my workout programming and I'm meeting with my trainer twice a week. So I can be sure that I get, I want four workouts a week, but I'll meet with him twice and then I'll do two on the other, on the other days. Uh, eventually for me now, I don't need a lot of external, like external motivation because my, and going back to that original definition, that second part, using punishment to correct disobedience, which you know I don't agree with, and you know punishment and shame are only short-term motivators. The quote-unquote punishment that I feel, again, this is a reframe, is how I feel when I don't do the things, right? If I skip my workout, I feel crappy (laughs) physically. Like my day isn't as good. Now there's a difference between like intentionally skipping your workout and being like, I'm just not going to do this today versus like the day getting away from you or you have a travel day or whatever it is, or it's like, you know, something that happens sometimes. But the punishment that I feel is me knowing that I didn't do what I said I was going to do. And all of this contributes to self-trust. All of this contributes to self-reliance. Because when you say you're going to do something and you do it, you are going to put a drop in the bucket of your highest self and who you want to be and who you actually know yourself to be. So there's a little bit of self-integrity here too, in terms of self-integrity being two circles, right? And we want the circles to overlap most of the time. We want what we say, who we are, you know, what we say about who we are and what we say we're going to do matches what we actually do. The more those are overlapped, the more integrity we feel with ourselves and the more peaceful we feel with ourselves. 
integrity to me is incredibly important. I feel when I feel out of integrity with myself, I like feel out of alignment. I just feel itchy and like, oh, like it just, it's out of integrity for me and I can feel that. So again, obviously those circles are going to change in time sometimes maybe, but for the most part, we do want them to be pretty much overlapping. And once you, again, once we get that runway, for me, I had to hire coaches. I had to, you know, I've talked about the fact that like in the first two, three years of my business journey, I had a business coach and I paid five figures for that business coach and two business, three business coaches, actually. Um, I paid a lot of money to, and I ended up making that money back in a bunch, you know, in a bunch of different ways um, and way more by making that initial investment. Because if I wouldn't have had a group of people and a coach, like seeing that I was doing my Instagram posts and actually putting my freebie out there and launching my courses, like I wouldn't have done it because it took so much discomfort. And knowing that something is going to take you a lot of discomfort, it might be helpful to have a coach and somebody supporting you because it, it helps you on that runway. So once I got over like the mindset stuff, the limiting beliefs around like, you know, oh my God, what is somebody going to think with me posting my content? How dare I make a video of myself? How dare I have a podcast? How dare I do any of these things? I had somebody help me, that external focus, external motivation. Once I got on that runway, I spent three years (laughs) doing that. Now I'm cruising. Now I'm good to go because now I'm a different person because of the actions that I put in. And now I know if I don't post I know if I don't show up for my workout. I know if I don't do the things that I'm going to say that I'm going to do every day. And this is like when you go to bed at night, you want to feel like you are in integrity. And many of us don't do that. Many of us don't do the things that that we say we're going to do. And with all of our actions, we reinforce a pathway in our brain and we weaken another one. So if you don't feel like you're in a place of self-trust or even self-discipline or self-reliance, self-responsibility right now, we need to have more evidence in the bucket that says we can do things and reinforce that pathway as we weaken the pathway and the narrative that we can't trust ourselves in any of these things. We're also reinforcing stories here. With every action that we take, we are reinforcing a story about ourselves, positive or negative. So you know, this is, again, all coming from the fact that if we would put more discipline in our lives, we would feel better. And I think that, again, we need to go through our own experiences here of like paying attention to what it feels like when you don't do the things and then paying attention to what it feels like when you do. And knowing that for many of us, happiness takes work. For me in particular, my happiness takes a lot of work. If I just relied on how I felt and like my natural state, which my natural state is uh, not super positive, honestly. Uh, It is like, you know, like I want to stay in bed. Like I, this just like how I am, right? Like I am somebody who in order to be who I want to be, I need to work and my happiness takes a lot of work because humans need fulfillment. Most of us get happiness and fulfillment from challenge and we get the happiness and fulfillment from 
overcoming things. Because I know for me that if I just like listen to my natural self, self all day, which is like do the puzzle and like just read or whatever it is, I don't feel happy at the end of the day. So this is also about like sacrificing in a sense what we want most in the moment for what we actually do want most, which is that fulfillment and that happiness. Because discipline shows you who you can become. Discipline shows you who you can actually meet. Discipline shows you the reality of who your highest self is by doing actions over a long period of time, whether you feel like it or not. And I think that that is what discipline is, is that we all want that ramp up, right? We all want, you know, that initial motivation, which is fine to feel, but know that as the days go on, you're not always going to feel that way. You're not going to feel motivated. You're not going to feel like doing it. And I know that for me through the years, the thing that has like the skill, let's say that's provided me the most growth has been learning to do things when I don't feel like doing them. If you read my Sunday Soothe emails, there are many Sunday Sundays, which you can get at in the show notes. It's free. There are many Sundays that I don't want to write that email. <laughs> There's so many times that I don't want to do my workout, that I don't want to go out on a walk, that I don't want to do any of these things. And sometimes I let myself off the hook and don't do it. And I never feel good when that happens. So I think that this is where we need the reframe of like true self-love is feeling your best. True self-love is doing the things that you know make you feel really good. And for most of us, if you're listening to this podcast, it's likely that you're like me. Most of us need that day-to-day action taking in order to feel like yourself. But we need to look at the intention. Is the intention like, oh, I want to feel good. I want to discover who I am. I only get one life. I want it to be amazing. Or is it like the shitty self-talk of like, if you don't do this, you're the worst. There is a very different energy there, right? It's going to be more sustainable if we take that route of like, I know I feel better when I do these things. Why don't I do these things every day? And then it comes down to putting things in place at the beginning to make sure that you do them. But it could be as simple as I am choosing to do the thing today, even if I don't feel like it. If you can learn to do that and learn to power through all of these things, I promise you that you will be able at the end of your life or at several points in your life, be able to meet the person that you know that you actually are. So I'm going to be doing a podcast all about steps to help us take the action. But this is just my way of helping you spotlight the truth and spotlight reasons and gaps as to perhaps why you're not getting the results that you want and normalizing the fact that the things that you see from the people that you see in your in your circles or even people that you admire, there is a monumental amount of work behind the scenes that you don't, that you haven't seen. And big results require big action and big consistency. So I'm not talking intensity here, right? I'm talking about consistent action day after day. And the more you can show your nervous system that it's safe to take the action despite how you feel, the better your life will become. So more on this soon. 
Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching on YouTube if you're on YouTube. And I'm sending you all, as always, lots and lots of love. Thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.